I want to thank you for joining us today on the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. If you didn't know, we have a 24-7 prayer hotline. It's staffed by Teen Challenge staff members who are ready to pray with you anytime, anywhere. Call us today at 888-520-0620. And if you know someone who is struggling with addiction and needs to come into our program, you can refer them to this same number, 888-520-0620, and we can help them begin their new life. You better get ready for the next series we're starting in our podcast. We just got done with our annual Spiritual Emphasis event. Boy, was it miraculous. It was hosted at our newest campus, Central Valley Teen Challenge. This campus just opened in 2015, and if you haven't been there, you're missing out. This campus was miraculously prepared by God for Teen Challenge. It's beautiful, it's spacious, it can house up to 140 men. And Spiritual Emphasis 2021 kicked off with our director, Micah Hale, from the Teen Challenge Ministry Institute. Listen in and be blessed from our Spiritual Emphasis 2021 series as Micah Hale shares from God's Word. If you haven't had the chance, please subscribe to our podcast channel today. You'll be notified every time a new episode comes out, and it's a way for us to stay in touch during these difficult times. God bless you today, my friends. Hey, uh, man cave ministry. Did you know that there's a man cave in the Bible? We'll get to that. <laughs> but the title of this message, we just really want to start out with, hey, connecting with your relationship with God. And then your relationship with others, and finally your relationship with yourselves. But I want to just uh, talk about your relationship with God first. And, and we love because He first loved us. The, the title of this message is All In. How many of you guys are all in? It's time to man up. It's time to man up and get all in. In Romans 8, it says that all of creation groans, is in eager expectation, longing for the sons of God to be manifest on the earth, to be the image bearers of God himself. But you're like, how do I do that? First, you got to get acquainted with who your father is. So how do you love him without having him first love you? The Bible says the first and greatest commandment is this, to love the Lord your God with all. Say all. All of your heart. All of your mind. All of your soul. All of your strength. That means all of your desire. All of your attention. All of your dreams. All of your focus. All of your will. Hello. Now, now it gets real. Am I going to just love the Lord with my mouth or am I going to love him with my will? Am I going to decide to follow him? Am I going to trust him? All of your strength. You see, it starts with your heart. It doesn't start with your will. It doesn't start with your hands and your feet following him. It starts when God gets a hold of your heart. More than a girl can get a hold of your heart. More than money can get a hold of your heart. When God himself gets a hold of your heart, then it's so much easier to, to trust him, to follow him, to submit to him, to surrender to him. Amen? Amen? Put him first, and God will give you the desires of your heart. But guess what? He's going to give you a, a new heart first. That's what Ezekiel says. He's going to give you a new mind, a new heart, new desires, new spirit. Even when God's asking you to do something, you don't understand why, but you trust him. So how do you do this? You got to spend some time in the man cave. You got to learn how to sit down. You got to learn how to linger. You got to learn how to listen. You got to learn how to surrender. That's, that's how you man up. 
You sit down in the presence of the Lord. Let him talk to you. Let him lead you. And it starts with your heart. The Bible says, out of the overflow of what? The heart, the mouth speaks. So guess what? You're not going to be worried about what you're going to do and what you're going to say. You're not going to be anxious about tomorrow because guess what? In this moment, as you spend time with the Lord, he himself does it. He's the one that changes you. He's the one that makes you grow. He's the one that gives you new desires and new thinking. So what do you have to do? You have to guard that. Proverbs chapter 4, 23 says, above all, guard your heart. For out of it flows the issues of your life, the dreams of your life, the purposes of your life, the destiny of your life, the new desires that God puts inside. So it's you're working out what's already inside. So guard your heart. So this time, this morning, God's inviting you to participate in newness of life. God himself is bringing you into the man cave. Why? So that he can reveal his nature to you his character to you, his attributes to you. He says, be holy for I am holy. You're like, what? How do I be holy? He says, be perfect as your heavenly father is what? Perfect. You're like, I, I've never, that's, that's too tall of an order. I can't do that. That's the point. It causes you to be dependent upon him, to seek his glory. Second Corinthians 3.18 says that as we behold his glory, we linger in his presence. We're transformed into the same image of his son, Jesus Christ. So how do you become like your dad? You watch your dad. You listen to your dad. He says, hey, watch this, son. Hey, come with me, son. Hey, say this. Jesus even said, I can't do anything unless I see what? My father doing it. I can't say anything unless I hear my father saying it. So how do you be perfect? You got to spend time with your dad. This isn't just a one-time encounter when you come up to the altar or you have a little prayer time. It's day in and day out. Jesus is like, hey, wake up, son. It's time to go to work. I'm going to show you some things. It's time to man up. Hello? It's time to man up. It's time to be all in. No back doors. Nothing in the dark, nothing secret. That's what Moses said. He says, hey, don't take me from here unless you show me your glory. If, if you don't go with me, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Show me your glory. So God says, you know what? I'm going to put you in the cleft of what? A rock. I'm going to take you to the man cave. I'm going to let all of my glory pass over you. All of my goodness pass over you. Amen? That's what God's inviting you into today. Spend time in the man cave. He says, I'm gonna, I will proclaim my name in your presence. God's going to declare to you his glory. He's going to reveal to you who he is today, this morning, this afternoon, tomorrow, the next day. He's going to just cause all of his mercy, all of his grace, all of his compassion to sink down. Why? So that it doesn't, it's not Ron Brown's revelation anymore. It's not John Burns' revelation anymore. It's yours so that nobody can talk you out of it. Your own flesh can't talk you out of it. It's not going to be by human words, but by the demonstration of the Spirit's power. Because when you're a, when you're a man, you own things. You own it. It's yours. You put it in your pocket. You got a deposit. Now that you have a deposit of grace, you can take a withdrawal every once in a while. You're like, gosh, I need some grace. I need some strength. I need some wisdom because I'm lacking some wisdom. But when I hear the wisdom, I'm not going to be like, well, did God really say? Because a lot of times God's going to call you into something that's too hard for you. But you're not going to be double-minded anymore because he's going to give you so much wisdom that you can't talk yourself out of it anymore. How many of you guys are good at talking yourself out of stuff? All day long, you're just like, talk, 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 talk. God, I need some wisdom. I need to be perfected in love. I need to be perfected in wisdom. 
so that I'm not blown and tossed, wishy-washy, anxious, afraid all the time. I'm going to be hungry and thirsty for your presence. Guess what? If you're tired, if you're weary, be ready to be changed this morning. Because it's not about you. It's the gift of God so that nobody can boast. So it's not by my strength, not by my power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. He's the one that does this. God Almighty, God himself is going to do this today. Amen? So you just got to show up, stand up, man up, put childish ways behind you, focus on the Lord, spend time in the man cave and let him change you. Amen? So man up, all in. Some things that boys want from their father. They want attention, right? Hey, look at me, dad. Whoo, look at this jump I just made. <laughs> they want attention. Did you know that God's name is El Roy? The God who sees me. Say El Roy. The God who sees me. That's your heavenly father. He sees you. He's watching over you. He protects you. Little boys need some protection. People on the street are like, hey, I got some backup. Say, me too. I got some backup too. My dad is the, the creator of the universe. If he is for me, who could be against me? Whom shall I fear? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run to the rock of refuge. I'm going to go to my daddy's house. I got some backup. Hello? Greater is he that's in me than he that's in this world. That's what causes little boys to man up. They're like, gosh, I know who my father is. Amen? Hallelujah. We're getting started here. Elroy, gosh, this is, this is a heartbreaking story. You guys have ever heard that story of uh, Abraham and his maidservant, Hagar? He birthed Ishmael. So you guys may have been, uh, you may have had some rough upbringing. Ishmael had some rough upbringing, upbringing. Basically, he was kicked out of the house before he was even born by what we would know today as his stepmom, Sarah kicked him out the house before he was even born. You're like, gosh, Micah, this, this story sounds good, but you don't know where I've come from. God is bringing to you to a place where you get introduced to your real father, your heavenly father, once and for all. But even when his mom was kicked out of the house, God himself showed up. And she said, That's, this is the first place in the Bible. It's in Genesis chapter 16, verse 12. Genesis chapter 16, the angel of the Lord came to Hagar and said, hey, return to your maidservant and submit to her. I'm going to bless you. Huh? Go back to the place of pain and sub submit yourself there, and I'm going to bless you. And she said, man, surely God sees me. God's not going to let me die out here all by myself. God's not going to take me to the desert to leave me all by myself. So she said, El Roy, surely the Lord sees me. Guess what? Surely the Lord sees you in all of the circumstances that you came from, your past, your childhood, the brokenness of your past. And she had to instruct her son about this, her son Ishmael, the God who sees me. So he had a choice to make, focus on the injustice of my past or focus on the God of justice. He, he chose to focus on the injustice of, the, of his past. The, the next few verses describe what happened to his life. It says that he was a wild donkey of a man. Hello? How many of you guys know where that comes from? Just, he always was trying to fight for himself. 
He never knew that God him, God would fight for him. He never knew El Roy. He never knew the God who sees me because he was focusing on injustice. He wasn't focusing on the God of justice. So today you have to decide. You hear all these things about the Lord, but are you going to focus on your pain of your past? Are you going to focus on the God of justice? Are you going to put that in the bank and say, you know what? El Roy is my father. The God who sees me is my daddy. Are you going to be all in? Man up. You got to behold El Roy. Man, what does that mean? You don't get to just have an experience with your dad once in a while. A, a father is someone that you hang out with, not just one time or two times, but every single day. That's how you grow up in your salvation. Spend time in his house. The Bible says in John 1.12, to all who received him, to all who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Why? So that you can grow up, so that you can be his image bearers on this earth. Boys need, they don't just need affirmation. They don't just need respect. They don't just need protection. They need honor. Guess what? God honors you. You may have been disrespected or dishonored, but God honors you. He treats you with respect so you don't have to go fight for it anymore. Hey, you just disrespected me. Guess what? El Roy is your father. God sees you. You don't have to go and fight for it. God is going to judge righteously for you. So submit to him. Boys need freedom. Hello? How many of you guys have been set free from some stuff? The moment you became a child of God, he set you free from sin and darkness and death. Amen? The same God that set you free from a drug addiction is going to set you free from any besetting sin. Amen? Boys need affirmation and quality time. If you sit still, if you hang out in the man cave, guess what? God's going to speak to you. He's going to say, hey, I love you. I'm well pleased with you. Hey, I'm proud of you. Hey, keep going. Because a lot of times, we, all we've ever heard is you're dumb. You're stupid. You're never going to make it. Guess what? God begins to replace those negative words, those curses. He breaks them off of you one at a time. He just takes those grave clothes off of you. He says, you can do all things through me who strengthens you. Amen? Amen. Boys need vision. A lot of vision is going to get birthed under this tent this week. I got called into ministry under a tent just like this 13 years ago. God said, you're going to be a missionary. God said, you're going to be a fisher of men. God said, you're going to be an evangelist. God said, you're going to be a father. God said, you're going to have good success wherever you go. Everything that you put your hands to, I'm going to bless. And guess what? God did it. Not me. I'm not that good. I'm not that cool. <laughs> God did it. God himself, El Roy, the God who sees me. He says, I'm your dad. I'm going to cause you to grow. So when, when I say man up, say, hey, just let the Lord cause you to grow. We're just going to scatter some seed. We're going to water some seed. But God's going to cause it to grow. Amen? Amen? Boys need to learn how to trust. Learn how to be trusted. Be challenged. God's going to equip you, pull you into purpose. One of the hardest things is boys need to learn submission. Hello. Coming from a staff member, you're like, oh, here we go. <laughs> boys got to learn submission. How's God going to give you a vision if you can't follow someone else's vision? God is asking you to partner with the men that he's placed in your life to submit to them so that the kingdom of God can grow. And guess what? Your day comes, but it's all for his kingdom. It's all for his glory. It's not for, for us. So 
Who is your father? Who's your daddy? Satan wants you to think you can learn all these things in the world. He thinks he has this little trick that he plays that you can man up if you have a certain car. You can man up if you have this certain girl. You can man up if you have this certain career. It's a lie. It's a mirage. Because guess what? Money comes and money goes. But are you a man? Have, have you learned how to man up? Have you learned how to manage all of that? Have you learned how to leverage those things for God and his purposes for your life? So where do you, where do you learn submission? Right here, right now. Even with someone that's an apprentice that's just over you and just hounding you, you learn submission. Because you're not submitting to them, you're submitting to the Lord. And you don't do it like halfway. God bless you, brother. You don't do it halfway. You got to be all in. Love the Lord with all of your heart, with your mind, with your soul, with your strength. All in. Amen? So be all in when you're submitting to that apprentice. Be all in when you're submitting to that director. Amen? Because you're, you're really submitting to the Lord. Psalm 18.9 says, He brought me out to a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Guess what? God has brought you out to a spacious place. He's not trying to hem you in. This is just a little vapor. This little spot, this little place, Teen Challenge, this, this is going to be gone tomorrow. But, but by the time you blink your eyes, you're going to be up out of here. Some of you guys are 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. It's time to man up. Now is the time. Today is the day of salvation. Amen? Amen. Growing up is not a factor of age. It's a factor of obedience. Learning how to submit to the Lord. It's painful at times. But when you fix your eyes on Jesus, the, the pioneer, the author, the perfecter of your faith, for the joy set before him, he endured. Guess what? You got to endure some things to man up. He endured the cross scorning its shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. It says in verse 13, Consider him who endured such hostility from sinful men so that you do not grow weary and lose heart. So don't worry about what people think about you. Don't worry about where you are in your life right now. Guess what? God redeems time. Hallelujah. God's not like waiting for this five-year plan to come into action. Right now, today is the day of salvation. You see, Jesus' parents were worried about him. They're like, man, where's Jesus at? He says, didn't you, didn't you know? I had to be about my father's business. He had to be in the man cave, the temple of the Lord, the house of the Lord. Jesus knew if I stay close to the presence of, of my father, that's where I'm going to grow up. In Luke chapter 2, it says he was 12 years old when he began to man up. He began to spend some time in the man cave. What was he doing there? He was sitting down. He was listening. He was focusing. He was asking questions. That's how you man up. You sit down. You listen. You lean in. You focus. You pay attention. He's like, man, I got to get this now. This has to become my revelation because I've heard it from Joseph. I've heard it from my mother, Mary. I got to get it for myself. It's my turn. Say, it's my turn. It's my turn. Jesus said, I'm 12 years old. It's, it's, it's my turn. In the Jewish tradition, they have this thing called bar mitzvah. 
It was when they're 12, some of them, when they're 13 years old, their dad puts them on their shoulders and they just dance around and throw a party. Why? Because the son is saying, it's my turn. I take responsibility for my life, for my actions, for my faith, for my decisions, for my future, because I've heard it all. I've, I've memorized it all. But now it's my turn. I got to hold on to these promises for myself. Amen. So it's your turn to man up, be all in. Sit still in your father's house. It was like it, every year they used to go up to the, the temple of the Lord for the, the Passover. But this was three days after the Passover. So when all this tent is gone, guess what? Linger in the presence of the Lord. Find your own man cave. Make that your daily practice. <clears throat> guess what? You become what you behold. Whatever you're focusing on, whatever you're thinking about, guess what? That's what changes you. If you're focusing on this other vision, this other thing that you got going on on the side that nobody even knows about, guess what? You start leaning on your own understanding. You start going that direction ever so slightly in your heart, in your attitude, in your motives. You see it, right? Dudes just don't leave Teen Challenge. Six weeks before they leave, they start focusing, beholding, looking, focusing on something else. Six weeks down the line, you're like, they're like, I'm ready to go. You're like, what are you talking about? What have you been thinking about? Who you've been talking to? Whose cave you've been hanging out in? You've been in the wrong cave. You're about ready to get swallowed up. Linger in the presence of the Lord. Find your man cave. Run to the strong towers where there's safety and security and protection and affirmation. <clears throat> he said, did you not know I had to be in my father's house? He was coming of age at 12, 13 years old. So don't be, don't be shy. Don't be ashamed that we're not 12, 13 years old. But the Lord is saying, hey, it's my turn. Would, you, would the worship team come up right now? As I get ready to transition, come on down, worship team. The Lord wants to have a little bar mitzvah with you guys. He wants to put you up on his shoulders. He wants to say, you're my son. Today I have begotten you. Behold, you are my son in whom I'm well pleased. I love you. You're mine. Be perfect as I am perfect. Be perfected in my love so you don't have to fear judgment from me. You can come to me when you make mistakes. I'll forgive you. I'll wash you. I'll cause my mercy to cover you. I'll cause my compassion to help you when you're hurting, when you're down, when you're alone, when you're afraid. I'll cause my wisdom to become a well of living water that just pours out from within you. Every time that you lack wisdom, you need to man up and make some manly decisions for yourself, for your children, for your wife, for your ministry. I'll give you an ear to hear. I'll give you eyes to see. I'll give you a heart that perceives, that surrenders to the word of God. And then you will have good success. How many of you guys need some good success? Stand up. Stand up. Heavenly Father, we are all in. We can't do it on our own, Lord. We can't pretend. Satan made us pretenders. Yeah, we had facial hair. Yeah, we had some money in our pocket. Yeah, we had a loud car. But we were pretenders. We weren't. We weren't men, we were boys. But today, Lord, we decide 
to put childish ways behind us, to put away childish thinking, childish thinking, childish speaking, God. And we let you lift us up. You put us up on on your shoulders, Lord. We're brand new at this. Put us up on your shoulders, God. Dance around, lifting us up, God. Making us men, responsible, trustworthy, faithful, reliable. So Lord, we surrender. We thank you, Lord. We linger in your presence so that you can change us into the very image of your son. One moment at a time, one decision at a time, one heartbreak at a time, because you are the God who sees me and you love me. So we worship you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Once again, thank you for choosing our podcast today. We hope that you're comforted, encouraged, and strengthened in the Lord today because of it. Don't forget to subscribe, though. It's easy. Just go to wherever you're listening right now and click subscribe. God bless you today.